You're listening to Tipsy, Tipsy Book Reads. I'm Bree. <laughs> I'm Becca. <laughs> and I'm Jess. And we're tipsy. And a little sicky. <laughs> Too many books on my TBR. Too many books on my TBR. Yeah. <laughs> What are we drinking this week, Jess? We are drinking a Persecco mm-hmm. <laughs> Bellini. Um, this one is Pier Persecco. <laughs> that took me a second. That was good. <laughs> Thanks for that. I loved it. I loved it. I'm glad you got it. Um, <laughs> it's like a pear Bellini, and it's Prosecco, but it's pear, so I said. Prosecco, ha. Um, but I wanted to do something with Prosecco for our girl Chiamaka because it's Italian and she's Italian. Very nice. And, um, you know, I wanted something fancy and light and crisp and Very sassy. refreshing. Yeah. As always. Delicious. Oh, so it's elderflower and pear and chamomile tea because I feel like they're tea drinkers in this book. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And Tastes delicious. Prosecco. Amazing, as always. Delicious. Super good. This is Farida Abike Amide's world. They're so good. So good every time. And we're just living it. We're just living it. <laughs> Alright. Quite a world it is. Quite a world it is. It is. Oh, the drama. This week we're reading 13 through the end of 15. And some trigger warnings that might be included. Um is bullying, homophobia, use of slurs, beating, racism, manipulative friendships, and rape with a question mark. Yeah. Did you say murder? I didn't. Murder. Maybe murder. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. Potentially. Ten words? Ten yeah, words. Ten words, ladies. Can we go first? Yeah. Sure. Oh, my aces. Why is Jamie so calm about aces? Nice. Very <laughs> I nice. like it. I like it. I can go either way. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I like Terrell. Terrell? Terrell. Terrell? I don't yeah. think I wrote Terrell. Okay. Right. Um, Dre Loki makes me really sad sometimes. Devin, you can do better. Terrell is just randomly there? Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies. So, chapter 13. We are at. Devon's Friday? Yes. And they're in music class, right? What did we Or no. Then? I'm just trying to look back to last week where we ended, sorry. It's a Chiamaka Thursday. And it was... Oh, yeah. Jamie was confused about why oh. she brought up his password. Yeah. The 1717. He was acting super yeah, was really sketch weird. about it. And he's like, oh, I don't need it anymore. And then she just thinks about the blonde hair and... The yeah. blood again. Pretty and then we usual. go straight into Devin. Yep, so now a new day, and like you said, Devin is in music class, right? And Daniel's talking to him again, right? Yeah, well, well no, he's his teacher. Daniel kid. Oh. Well, yeah, he talks about his street name. Like, he's just being dumb. Oh, yeah. Daniel. He just brings up the comp. So, Sorry, the yeah. last thing that happened was that there was a message that went off that was, or not last thing, but there was a yes. message that went off that he was selling drugs, right? Oh, yeah. And then oh right. Yeah. Um, and then he gets attacked. 
Did we get to that part already? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because that's why he asked the street name. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. That's okay. Hopefully. I'm getting confused. <laughs> um, wait. Or maybe it was that he was a part of a... He's making frequent visits like these to very influential and not to mention good-looking drug dealers. Be careful, Vani. Juilliard isn't too keen on criminal records. I hope he's worth it. Aces. Right. Okay. So then he gets a text from Dre and says, we need to talk. Which is never a good sign. No. That message alone is enough to get me Since I was the one in panic. Yeah. 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 Because last time wasn't Dre like, don't let it happen again. Yeah. Yes. So, yikes, it happened again. (laughs) But that's not really anything that Devin can do anything about. Like, it's not his fault. Absolutely. But anyways. He's talking about, he's walking and it's raining. He's walking to Dre's apartment. And he's talking about how he grew up here and he was just like all of these guys who he kind of sees when he was younger. Like, this is where he grew up. But then as he got older, everything sort of changed. And they all ganged up on him and they used like a lot of um, homophobic slurs against him and were basically just bullying awful, him yeah, and awful. homophobic Absolutely. towards him as he got older. So we but learned they, that's why he dro- like his mom pulled him out of school, right? And put him into... Because of bullying. Yeah. But I don't think like he's not out yet. Like at this no, point. Yeah, so like absolutely. they were just like making assumptions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically he's saying like that's his like, world that he doesn't fit into anymore. Yeah. Because, like, you know, as they grew up, they started just being awful to him. Yeah. So then he gets to, um, Dre's apartment, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, the guy, like, the bodyguard or whoever, like, stands outside, like, clears it with Dre that he can come in. Yeah. So he goes in to see him. And he's crying, is what we can kind of assume, because Devin says he can hear him breathing and sniffling, um... So we can just assume that he's just sat there crying. Yeah, and then so he says, then he's like, we're done. Cuts it off. Yeah. Right away. Devin's like, what? And he repeats himself again. And, like, I feel like it's just one of the moments where it's like, are you seriously saying that right yeah. now? Yeah, and, like, also, bitch, I heard you. I yeah. just, um, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, so then they have this big conversation about, like, why, and then... Um, Dre's kind of being nasty to him about like, oh, well, you just go to this fancy school. Mm -hmm. Not everybody just has the great life that you have and all of this. And, um, Dre is basically like, I can't have you ruining my life. Yeah. We also learned that, um, Dre got kicked out of his mom's house when he was 14, which Mm -hmm. like, I don't know if that's going to be super prevalent later on, but I do think that's an interesting bit of information. Because that's... Backstory. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why he is like where he's at now because he's on his own um and he's basically screaming at Devin to get out and then two of the guys like bust in um and they're like do you want us to drag him out and he's like he's fine just get him out and then and then so um Devin kind of like jumps into like a memory so like I was kind of confused about what was even like going on in here because like he kind of, like, blacks out and, like, goes back to, like, an old memory with Scotty and as Dre's, like, yelling at him, get out, get out, all of this stuff. Um, and then, oh, yeah, they're, like, kissing and all of that stuff before he gets kicked out. And then... He goes out with the guys, right? And then he's kind of in this... 
he's still kind of stuck in this like like half blacked out yeah he's just like stays yeah exactly yeah Yeah. so they're like beating him up and like kicking him and punching him and like he just keeps saying over yeah so he got kicked out and then the the men came and in his you know quote quote men came and took him outside and then that's when they started like beating them up for everyone to see yeah Yeah. and every time they like punch him he just like thinks in his head i love you like to dre and like they end up like punching him in his eye at one point i can just never like i can't imagine how painful that must be Mm -hmm. like this whole section just made me so sick to my stomach yeah and then like this whole section he's kind of stuck in this um Towards the end of it, he goes back into another memory of when Dre said, I love you for the first time. And then he comes back out of it. And the last point is that he says, God, I feel so light. And I was like, "Mm." that hit kind of hard. Yeah. Like, there's multiple ways you can kind of interpret that, I think. How do you interpret it? I don't know. Like, because I can see how it's like, he's like so out of it from being beaten up that it's like you know you feel half out of your body yeah. or like living in that memory of yeah. like him saying I love you is like what makes him feel like like I don't know there there's multiple things I could see happening you yeah know? for sure so then he like blacks out and wakes back up and he has no idea where he is he knows that he was at Dre's apartment and now he's in some room that he's never seen before. And this person's like talking to him like, oh good, you're awake. And he's like, what the frick is going Who are on? You? <laughs> and it's this person that introduces himself as Terrell. And he's like, saw him get hurt and brought him back and took care of him. And he's like, that sounds familiar, but he doesn't know this person. And like, he, Terrell like totally took care of him. He like put water by the bed. He got like frozen peas for his injuries. And he like let him sleep on his bed. And then like, Devin just, like, gets up and is like, I'm going home. (laughs) I was like... Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then still Terrell's, like, taking care of him, getting him ice packs and all of that, like, frozen veggies, and, like, where does it hurt? Just trying to take care of him. And um, he, like, looks at Terrell and, like, notices he's wearing Spider-Man pajamas. (laughs) And I just, like, I love it. I do, too. I love it. Um, And... He's like, I know those people that beat you up. Um, They actually went really easy on you, which is scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's like, I would have, I wouldn't have just watched, like I would have stepped in, but I didn't see it till afterwards. And they're just having this conversation about like how you feel. He was worried for him. And then he asks him if he still plays music. And then Devin's like, what is this kid because he mentions like right before that he's like there's something about Terrell that seems so familiar so it's like they know each other they don't know each other like what's happening here yeah and then he asks about like one of his interests and Devin's like wait this guy does know me what's going on he's like yeah you played the piano and he's like now he's freaked out and is basically like who the fuck is Terrell yeah (laughs) sorry it's just rereading this part good Terrell calls him out and is like It's okay. You don't know me. It's cool. Whatever. Yeah. Memories are hard and weird like that. Um, And then they go into it and he says that they know each other from middle school and that they used to talk a lot before Devin left. I guess that's when his mom pulled him out. Um, He said you were my first kiss. I know. Devin's like, wait, what? What? I kissed this person and I don't even remember him. He's like, why don't I remember it? And I'm like, 
Yeah, why don't you remember? A weird. <laughs> a little sketch. A little suspicious. Yeah, I, I got weird feelings about Terrell, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I did too. I was like, why the fuck did this guy just like randomly show up, knows all about this guy's life? Like, yeah. I was kind of creeped out, I'm not gonna lie. Very I was like, stalker. Mm-hmm. Um, and he even says at the end, like, I feel like there is something like very familiar about him, but like, I feel like I would remember my first kiss with a guy, especially because it is such a big secret to him. Like, Doesn't that's definitely sense. something you would remember. Yeah, for sure. And then, so they're walking home, Terrell's walking home with him and, um, he's like, you know, still making sure he's good and he like turns back around, right? He's like, wait, I didn't give you a goodbye hug. This yeah. Was so weird. It was kind of weird. It was, like, awkward. I thought this was really strange, and I also thought Brie doesn't like hugs, so I wanted to know your opinion on this. <laughs> um, I, it's not that I don't like hugs. Well, yeah, I probably said that wrong. But you no, know, that's like, okay. like, I'm, it made me think of, like, I want to know your opinion on this. I would definitely feel, like, a little creeped out about it. Like, mm-hmm. I would still probably hug him and be like... Okay. What's happening? Like, why am I touching you right now? Sort of thing. Yeah, I and was like weird. This is like such. <laughs> like I would do it out of like I would feel like obligated to, especially because he just took care of you and yeah. then walked you home. I just picture I know, it. That makes me feel even yeah. more like iffy about it. And like it's like one like, of those guys that's like, "Oh, can I have a hug? Yeah. Are you gonna hug me?" But he's not like that aggressive very well about it. Like, no, he comes like, off, like, super friendly. I don't know. He's like, can I at least have a hug for the road? Like, that is no. such, like, I totally had throwbacks to, like, middle school. That's a, <laughs> literally. I don't like it. It's, it's also just, like, such, like. I always had such a middle school thing, though. I feel like it was. I don't know. A hug. Yeah, like, 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 guys just, like, not letting you go without hugging them. Yeah. <laughs> and middle school's grosser. <laughs> grosser. Um... <laughs> The, the dichotomy, is that a word? I use that word all the time, I feel like. Is that a word? I'm trying to say, it like... It is a word. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Is that, am I using it properly? Uh, at the moment, I don't know. Okay. The dichotomy between Dre and Terrell, and, like, that difference is what I was trying to say, is also, like, I know we feel kind of sketched by him, too, but he's just so different than yeah. Dre, and, like, that's very, like interesting to see especially considering the neighborhood they're in yeah the way i mean he i'm acts. definitely interested in him yeah. i just also kind of get creepy gut feelings about him like i feel like he knows sure. too much yeah. like is he aces <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know but he's it's weird dichotomy a division or contrast between two things that are or are represented as being opposed or entirely different yeah Yay. there you go i did finger guns mm-hmm. just so you guys know yeah i'm happy i used to write and then um, they exchange numbers, right? Yes. And they're like, let's hang out sometime. Cool. And um, he goes in and his mom is like looking at letters, obviously upset. So, so, so he like gets upset also. And like she just like tries to look so happy for him and like put on a happy face. Like, how are you, Mr. Senior Prefect? And he's like, just knows like he's like, I got to do something for my mom. Yeah. Um, so he goes upstairs. He's like, I'm going to be right back. I had to go grab something. And he goes in his dresser and pulls out an envelope that's filled with 20s. Um, and he brings it back down to her. And they kind of have a half conversation, I feel yeah. like. Like, they're, there's a lot like that I'm saying and not saying. Yeah. yeah. And then basically, she's like, I'll go get you some ice. 
Like, she knows that obviously he did something. He got beat up, obviously, but she doesn't ask him about it. It's like an unspoken. She does, though. And then he's where? like, please don't. And uh, she says, Vani, where did you get this kind of money? Oh, afterwards. She opens afterwards. It. Yeah. Yeah, but, um... But when, she doesn't. Right. Yeah. Like, she's he's obviously been beaten up, and she's just like, I'll get you ice for that. Yeah. And, like, he obviously knows stuff's going on with her, and they kind of just have this, like, unspoken, and then, yeah. Um, she's, he's like, nope, don't want to talk about it. I kind of keep forgetting that he has siblings. Yeah. Like, yeah. brothers. Like, I when they first popped up, I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hi, guys. Um, yeah. Every time it, it comes up in the story, I'm like, oh, that's right. I feel like the relationship and the dynamic between him and his mom is so strong, and then his brothers are just kind of, like, Side characters. there. They're just yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that, like, they they're so young. Later. Yeah. Yeah. And they're so young that I feel like it's Devin and his mom are just trying to, like, shelter them from what's going on. Yeah. But, like, he's old enough to, like, know How what's going they? on. Do we know? They seem, like, elementary school age. Yeah. Kind of. I was thinking, like, like four and six or something. Oh, oh I was okay. thinking, like, young, young yeah. but I don't know. Maybe they like him with him uh, yeah. in bed and stuff. I don't and know. he was mentioning the Spider Man pajamas that Terrell wears that his brothers wear like similar ones. Yeah. So I could see that for Maybe like young. Like I was thinking yeah. that, but I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. Um and then basically they're just like, I love you. This one oh, part so though sweet. he says, I go to school, I put on the costume the rich kids wear, and I pretend for a few hours. I can act all high and mighty. I could think I'm the shit, lie to myself, but it doesn't change the fact that this is my reality. I feel like the poor kid doesn't fit in anywhere. I know. He's always in between. Yeah. Isn't Wasn't there a part earlier in the chapters where he was like, it, when he would get out of the place is when he would finally be able to live, like, live how he I wanted to? I think so. To. He's yeah. talking about, like, going to Juilliard. Yeah, he because, be yeah, that's yeah. right. He's, Juilliard. like, putting in all this work to just, like, get, get out. And, and then free. now it's, To like, be himself. And now it's just blowing up in his face. I know. He just had, like, one more year. He's just, like, constantly, like, Ugh. masking to fit into whatever situation so he's in. Monday morning. Chiamaka, this is very unlike you. She wakes up late. She's in a rush. Our queen bee? Up yeah. late? This, like, part made me really sad. Um, she's, like, straightening her hair. Oh, and yeah. her mom's like, why don't you like your hair? And she's like, it's not that I don't like it. Like, it's fine, it's fine. And she's like, I don't know, this big part of her, like, identity it reminds me of this, there's this children's book called Hair Love yes. that I absolutely love. Um, and I think she needs that book. <laughs> but um, this, like, her mom is just, like, wants her to love herself and, like, love her image. And I love who she is. Yeah, and Chiamaka is just, like, trying to, like, fit this mold of what she thinks she should be. For sure. We definitely see her vulnerability here, too, because... Yeah. This is something that is so should be so important to her, like as as her mom is saying that she should love her hair, but she has to keep fitting into this school that no one looks like her, and so she feels like she has to look like them. That's so, like that's so upsetting. I know. I can't even imagine. Me either. Again, she's having to mask as well yeah. to kind of fit the mold of what's expected. Right. Both of them struggling. Yeah, so then she's, like, going into school, and she missed, like, homeroom, and she never has. Like, she's always on time or early, so she's just, like, all in a tizzy because it's just thrown her whole morning off, obviously. And then um, she, like, asks if there's been, 
like any texts about her over the weekend. And she's talking to Jamie, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, oh, I think Aces is done with you. And he's winking and he's just like very chill about it all. And um, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is he so certain? And then, like, as soon as she's like, I doubt that, then, like, everybody's phones go off. And um, everyone's, like, freaking out, but they're not staring at her. So she's like, uh, what? And then she realizes, like, it's not about her. It's about Devin. Um, and basically sleeping with Dre, right? They're yeah. like maybe he's doing more with this drug dealer or whatever. Um, so Chiamanka's like, why didn't I get it? She realizes her phone's dead, so just on the cherry on top of the cake of her right. shitty day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Jamie says, I'm not surprised. And she's like, how come? And he's like, he just seems the type. Like, what does that even mean? And she's like, he goes here. Like, how could he be the type? Yeah, and she's like, he's like, well, you know what neighborhood he's from? She's like, okay. Yeah. And... He goes here. He's like, yeah, he goes here. I don't like him at all. I don't like him at all. He's a piece of shit. Yep, he is. This part makes me so upset. I'm sorry. I know, no, me too. <laughs> no, that's why I'm like doing nervous tics because I'm, I want to throw something at Jamie's face. <sighs> oh, and this whole part where she's talking, she's still thinking about her hair, so we can tell that it's obviously still bothering her. Yeah. And um, she's talking about people are like, "What are you?" And she wants to be sarcastic and tell them human, but she tells them that she is Italian and Nigerian. And I think that's just such a great point. That question is such shit. Like, can we leave that in the past, please? Yeah. What are you? Human. Thanks. Mm. She should respond with that. Honestly. Yeah, she should. I don't see anything. I just want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but then Jamie's like, hey, look, people are staring at us. And um, a bunch of phones went off. It wasn't Jamie's. They're, like, trying to figure out what's going on. And somebody's like, oh, poor Belle. So then we, she, does, she, like, walks up and grabs some guy's phone and is like, give it to me. And then reads the text and basically it's saying that, like, Chiamaka and Jamie have had this thing going on. And, like, poor Belle. Um, mm-hmm. Ask your boyfriend what's going on. How does Aces know all of this stuff? It's because it's Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, this made me think that maybe it's not. It's just so confusing. Um, and then... They're going into lunch, and she hasn't seen Belle yet, and she hasn't seen Jamie again either. And then there's three freshman girl who, girls who walk up to her as she's, like, going into the cafeteria, I'm guessing. And they're, like, is Jamie a good kisser? And she's, like, trying to lie at this point. She's trying to save her butt. And she's, like, I want to know. And then they're, like, aces never lies. And I want to know, like, like, how does this, how is the school already so invested and, like, so believing. Because high school drama. I People mean, yeah. will believe anything. You're Are you right. kidding me, girl? Right. Please. Um, <laughs> and she says, is it wrong to hit a freshman? And that part <laughs> makes me laugh. At this point. Well. <laughs> they kind of deserve it. They do. Um, and she tries to make the point that if aces had guts, they would like stand up and say it. 
to everyone's face instead of hiding behind a phone. Yeah. And then Belle, like, uh, she's like, it's not true. And then Belle's like... Walks up and is behind her. Yeah, like, well, is it true? And then... Because Jamie said it was. Yeah. So what's she going to do about that now? Yeah. And then his version of the story that he told Belle was that... Chiamaka likes him and kept trying to pursue him and all this stuff and like doesn't include his involvement in any of it not like oh yeah I fucked her all this whatever yeah. nope just like oh she's really been trying to pursue me yeah what an asshole and then um she's like so you didn't sleep with him or tell you him you liked him after he said we were dating and then um She's like, I came here to say it's done. You guys are done. Lola's is done. It's over. And she's like, no. And then they fight about it. And doesn't Belle slap her? No. She slaps she the slaps. freshman. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite part. Same. So Belle walks away. And then the girls are still behind Chiamaka talking. And... She just has enough. She's so fed up and so upset at this point that she turns around and she slaps the middle one um, on her face. And Good. she stumbles back. And then the girl, like, goes from, like, shocked to having this, like, evil expression on her face, basically. And then she starts screaming. <sighs> Bitches. <laughs> so manipulative. Honestly. Like, it probably didn't even hurt. No. You're obviously just trying to get her in trouble. Exactly. So annoying. So then we go into Headmaster Ward's office. I don't like him either. I hate him. Um, and it says that he's staring into her soul with his small black eyes. And Chiamaka's making a case for herself. She's like, it is not me to do this. Like, you have to understand the extenuating circumstances. And he's like... How can I believe that when there's, like, countless people who are talking about what happened? Like, they all witnessed it happening. And he doesn't know her before all of this. Exactly. Right? Yeah, he's new. Yeah. Um, and then she goes on and she starts to tell him about Aces. She makes the decision to finally um, bring it up to him. And he doesn't even look surprised. He has, like, hasn't, <clears throat> it doesn't face him at all. And he's right. just like, I'll look into it. Bro, what does that mean? Like, a student's telling you that somebody else is harassing you and you're just going to say, I'll look into it? Like, I feel like when I was in high school, something like that would have been, like, very seriously, like, addressed Should right be. away. Yeah. Especially what is being said. Like, yeah. it's so inappropriate. And so harmful, too. And harmful. Yeah. And it's bullying. Yeah. I mean, they've obviously showed that they play by their own sets of rules, yeah. though. So. I mean, I guess private school's different, but wild. Yeah. Um... And he just goes on and says that they can't tolerate the violence and she's lucky that the girl's parents haven't pressed charges and then dismisses her. And that's the end of their conversation. Um, and she bumps into Jamie on the way out. We just need to cut our losses with Jamie, girl. Yeah, mm -hmm. for real. My friend, you just need to... Bye, Jamie. Bye. Because she says hi and then he says hi back and then she says, like, we need to talk because... All of the stuff that's literally just happened over the last however many minutes. And he's like, um, I think that we need some distance. We need space. Bitch, what? And he's like, I love Belle. You've been with her like a whole three days. Yeah, please. for real. Honestly, shut up. You're stupid. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's how I feel. 
And he's like, she'll listen to me. Will she? Because she didn't seem to want to earlier. Like, yeah. And then, well, Chiamaka brings up that, like, he's good at manipulating people. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. He's, oh, gosh. I, re- I really don't like him. Yeah. And then he, she's, like, having flashbacks to the night of his party. And she's, like, um, she remembers, like, Jamie handing her a drink and, like, asking them to go up to the bedroom. And, like, she's thinking, like, he likes me, he likes me. Did he rape her? I sure seemed like it. Okay. <sighs> I don't know what happened. Well, because she's like, yeah. he likes me, them kissing, and then she's like, he likes me, and she's crying. And her heart is beating very fast for no reason. Which I think that's very interesting verbiage because it's like, okay, like, if this guy you've liked is kissing you and saying he likes you, you should know why your heart is beating fast. So why is it beating fast for no reason? Yeah. And why are you crying? Yeah. I don't, I don't like it. Fuck him. And yeah. Um, so she's like, all right, how's he going to fix this this time? Um, so then everyone's staring at her, right? She's, like, walking around the school and everyone's still looking at her. And Jamie just thinks the world is his to eat raw. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, And she's like, it happened. You can't make it unhappy. Unhappen. Belle's smart. And he's like, no, no, she'll believe me. It's fine. Whatever. And then she brings up. The axle. Oh yeah. my god, yes. This Which good for her. Bar. Yeah, he, she's like, you can't just pretend things didn't happen. Things like the accident. And he's like, what are you talking about? What accident? And then she shuts up, and then he gets in closer and whispers to her, <gasps> you should think before you open your mouth, Chai. People might start to think you're making things up for attention. His voice drips with venom. What? And then it's like they stare at each other, and then he kind of smirks at her. And, like, walks away, right? Oh, he's like, see you around, and then, like, walks away. He sounds like a psychopath. Absolute psychopath. He goes from, like, smiling and laughing to talking about manipulating people to his voice dripping with venom, like, basically and threatening her. And just smiling around her. Her. Yeah. yeah, like, threatening her not to talk about it. And then just, like, boom, he's a different person. He's like, see you around. What yeah, in the world? Yeah. And then she kind of is just standing there watching him walk away. And then she's like, there are moments like this where, like, puzzle pieces kind of start to connect. And she realizes that nothing he ever told her was true. And that she feels kind of dumb over not realizing that sooner. Oh, wait, and that she not was not Prince Charming. Yeah, she was blinded by kind of the, her like of him and the what could have been between the two of them, I think. Yeah. And so she was willing to ignore all the red flaps. Red flags. That yeah. Are yeah. yeah. And Standard I know, abusive relationship right yeah. there. Yeah, for And real. I know this is, like, drastic and very dramatic, but also I feel like as a reader, anyone can kind of relate to this of when you had, like, a friend, like, even a best friend, or just in general, like, someone you trusted. Someone you do, yeah. And then all of a sudden they, they say something or they you do something and you're, and like... show their true colors. Yeah. Like, Wait a and minute. And then you see this, like... You know, the math equations. Yes. Yeah. The spider web of, like, like, understanding. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, wait, where was, what? <laughs> where did that happen? This all make sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Super weird. I don't like it. And the chapter ends um, with her mentally adding Jamie's name to 
the spot beneath rubies for people who could possibly be aces. Oh dang! <gasps> oh dang! So. Yeah, super weird. Chapter 15? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Devin. We're back to Devin. Still um, Monday. Was this Monday? Yeah. Yeah. So. This is Devin's Monday now. Okay. Yeah, so he's saying that he used to avoid home before Aces, and now it's the only place, like, he feels safe. Yeah. And he's, like, he loves his family, but, you know, there's a lot going on at home um, with his dad leaving and his mom struggling financially and um, sharing his room with his brothers and just, like, he wants to get out. But with, at school, everything's so miserable, too. Like, he doesn't want to be there either. He doesn't have anywhere and to go. And he can't go to Dre's place, obviously. And, um, he's still in pain, but, um, you know, he, he, he's been on a high from the pain meds his mom got him. Um, and he's saying it numbs everything except for Dre. Yeah. So, like, he's still thinking about what went down with Dre and him breaking up, them breaking up. And he's very heartbroken about it. And then... And he says, though, it's not even just that they broke up. It's also, like, he lost his best friend. He's like, I need a friend really bad right now. So sad. And that's yeah. not even, like, an option. Right. And then Jack walks by, and he's like, hey, Jack. Yes, bitch. And, like, honestly, I keep forgetting he exists. Like, I hate he's, him. He's just the worst. Um, And he watches him as he fist bumps one of Dre's boys and puts his backpack down and is like leaning up against a car with them. Yeah. And it's like Oh, and I don't remember if we talked about this, but there was like a text sent out about Jack saying yeah, we that did. Like, he does drugs last week. Yeah. And, and they then, got into that huge argument. Yeah, and he's like, Maybe you don't know me so well. And yeah. now he's like hanging out with this crew. And it's like, where did that come from? Right. So he's like walking by and then gets a text from Terrell, hey wanna hang out? Yes. Um, and it says that Dre, or not Dre, I'm sorry, Jake has been ignoring him, or ignores him because, he, no, I say the completely wrong thing. Jack is ignoring him, and he walks across the street because he calls out to Jack, and then he's watching him, and, like, out in the public, he's, like, smoking a joint with these guys, and it's just like, this is, like, a very, like, drastic incline of events, I feel like, because yeah. we went from, like, Somewhat of a normal friendship, even though, like, Jack was kind of shitty from the beginning, to, like, now he's ignoring him. Wait, completely. Ignoring him. And smoking a joint in front with, of them. like With the guys that just yeah. beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Which is really hypocritical, considering the whole reason he didn't want to be his friend anymore was so that he could protect his family. Yeah. yeah. And now you're a part of it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Like, like it doesn't make sense. It makes yeah, no sense. that is total BS. Yeah, it just shows that he's just a shitty person who doesn't actually care about his family. And kind of similar to Jamie, he, like, makes, like, then after he sees him, they make eye contact and he, like, smirks at Devin. And it's like, what is with these psychopathic high schoolers? I think they're just all aces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? It could be. Yeah. This is um, how I solve mysteries. They just share our Google Drive. <laughs> They do. Are we aces? Are we aces? <laughs> yeah. Do they have a Google calendar with their, like, you know, scheduled posts? If not, they should. It helps us. It should be color-coded, too. Maybe that's how they get the text out, you know? Something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was a whole bunch of BS. And then um, he's like, fuck it. I'm going to go hang out with Terrell. So... 
he's talking now about like how he has a good memory and so he's getting confused again because he's like oh I got a high score on my SATs I have a good memory like where did this guy go in my memory yeah. if we didn't know each this other? This person that I supposedly kissed. I'm so confused. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Because like memory, like memory issue, <laughs> memory issue things you normally only like block out if it's like trauma. Not like a huge. Yeah. Well, we, I guess we don't really know with him, but. Well, he's yeah. like a huge freaking person. He just like block out. Yeah. Yeah, but like my thing is like unless it was something really exactly like if it's really your first kiss or this person in your life for an extended a period of time, I'm thinking there's got to be something that happened that maybe it was like connected or block it out to him getting beat up maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Um, so he goes over to his house, and it's very similar to his in that it's kind of in disrepair. Um, and Terrell is there and smiling, and they're just basically talking, and he goes into his room, and they're just hanging out there for a while and talking. Right? Yeah, and like Terrell's like asking him all these questions, like, how's school? What's going on? Tell me about it. And basically is like, this is a safe place for you to talk about yeah. things. Um, so he's like telling him about aces and that he doesn't know like who this person is. And Terrell seems like genuinely like interested in like what Devin has to say. Like how's music? How's school? How's class? How's this and that? Like what do you want to do for like college? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So they're talking about it. And... Um, it's just, like, this part, I kind of, like, like I'm like, okay, yeah. maybe he's not so bad. Like, he yeah. seems genuinely caring, but then again, we've thought that before and been wrong. Mm-hmm. He talks, he says at one point, um, my ears are always available, and he's kind of, like, cuffing them. And then when he lets him, lets them go, lets them go, <laughs> uh, Devin is talking about how big they are and that it's endearing. And I thought that part was kind of cute. I thought so, too. He likes his big ears. Yeah. So cute. They watch a movie, right? They watch White Chicks. Huh. Has Devin never seen White Chicks? Right. No, I don't think so. He, and then it's one of Terrell's favorites. And then um, they're like, <laughs> he says, oh, I like it. I'm, I'm easy. And Terrell's like, hmm, you're mm-hmm. easy, are you? And then he's like all nervous. Like, oh, and then the part with the cat. He oh, thinks yeah. something like furry brushes against his foot and he's like, is that a rat? Which like, it's just so sad because that's his like first reaction. That would never be my first reaction, I don't yeah. think. And so that just kind of proves how rough maybe he's had it. Um, and then <laughs> Terrell says that's bullshit. <laughs> and Devin thinks that he's like making fun of him and he's like no like I felt something and he's like yeah and Terrell says yeah I know it's my cat bullshit <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. their whole conversation about them he's like I don't know it just fits <laughs> like how honestly I love that part I think it's so funny it is funny I was cracking up it when I first read it and, I don't know he's still like trying to place where he knows this kid that apparently he kissed so weird and it's just very strange. And then, um... We go to Tuesday. There's still this guy hanging out, and that's kind of the end. Yeah, and then, um... He's like, I think you could grow to like him. <laughs> and then, um, Devin's, like, internal monologue is, like, bullshit. <laughs> like, that he's not gonna like yeah. him, but also literally could cast me. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it is funny. I like it. 
And then now it's Devin's Tuesday. All the lights in the We get our first. <laughs> we get our first interaction. Finally, we're on page one forty six between Chiamaka and. Took one hundred and forty six pages for our two main characters to talk. Wild. Wait, haven't they talked before? No, they know each other exists, but they haven't talked. Oh well, one hundred forty six pages later, <laughs> um, the power's out. Yeah. Which is weird. And, um... Chiamaka's standing in front of his locker. And he's like, how can I help you? Because she won't move out of the way. And the lights suddenly blink back on right as they start talking. Yeah. And she's like, oh, the headmaster is going to fix everything. Like, I told him about it. Like, he's looking into it. And he's like, huh, good one. Like, you actually think he's going to help us? She was like, yeah, duh. Like, that just shows, like, his view of the world versus hers. Yeah. And, like, different experiences lead to, like, you know, having different beliefs about whether people are out to get you or there to help you or sure. somewhere in between. And he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Excuse me, sorry. They... She's like, he only wants what's best for us. You'll see later in our meeting, in the prefect meeting. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then he kind of angles his body so like she gets the hit and goes away because like, he doesn't want to talk to her anymore but then she's like staring at him and then she finally moves to go away and he calls Brack and gives her kind of like a warning um to be careful and she's like be careful lies can't hurt me and um she he's just like Okay. I think we both know they're not lies, is what his thought is when yeah. she says that. Which, like, so oof. Sad. Yep. And then he opens his locker, and there's this something shiny at the back. It's a USB stick, question mark. Weird. And then it says, everything is on here. So he, like, runs to the library and, like, puts in this USB. Same. I would not waste time. I go yeah, right there. Because no, it's taped to the back of an ace of spades. Yeah. yeah. And then, so he's like, okay, what the... And then he, like, goes to the library, plugs it in, and it says, The Life and Crimes of Chiamaka Adebayo. This is so dramatic. Oh, my gosh. I know. <laughs> and then he's, like, feeling guilty for, like, prying into her life. And then he's like, ah, fuck it. I gotta look. And then he's like, we're not even friends. Whatever. And then he pulls it up. And There's all kinds of, like, subfolders, and one's called, like, two-timer, and there's, like, another one called murderer, and he's like, what? Yeah, and he's like, um, no way, ass kisser is a killer, and he's, like, trying to find out what is on it, and then, um, he, like, freaks out and, like, pulls out the USB, right? Mm-hmm. And, um... Then they go into the prefect meeting. Yeah. And he's just, like, sitting there quietly, and they're talking about school spirit and this, that, or the other. And then um, they're going to be closing parts of the school so they can, like, fix, like, the power outage issues. And um, the senior snowflake charity ball. Yeah. And then he says, Devin and Chiamaka, will you stay behind? Yes. And they're like, um... He locks the door behind them, which I think is kind of weird. Why do you need to lock yourself in the room with two students? You never should. That's creepy, first of all. Yeah. And he's like, we found this so-called aces. And they're like, um, what? And Chiamaka is still, like, thinking the best and like, thank you so much. And he's like, Chiamaka, 
And then he's like, basically, like, you do not deserve your title of head prefect. Um, you cannot just sabotage other people. And, like, he's just, like, being awful to her. And they're all like, wait, what is going on? And he's like, you He both looks been... bored. It notes that he looks bored. Like... Yeah. And basically, he blames them of, like... They're doing, doing this to each other, like, getting this information and sending it out. And, um, they're... But it's not just them. Yeah. Like, other people are being affected by this. It's... I don't understand. And so he's like, yeah, it's you guys doing this. I'm revoking your badges. You guys have, um, detention. Every day. It'll go on your record. And they're like this wasn't me, and he's, like, he doesn't even give him a chance to, like, explain. He's basically, like, shut up, see you tomorrow for detention. <sighs> and Chiamaka comes after him because he starts to leave, and she's, like, so it was you? And he, she just keeps going after him, and he keeps trying to interrupt to be, like, you dummy, it's not me. And she's just freaking out because she's, like, this is going to go on my record and Yale won't accept me and I'm going to be stuck at a community college where my efforts won't even matter and I won't be able to get into med school. And like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. And but, he's, like, why would I leak my own sex tape, call myself a drug dealer, out myself, like, do all, like, that doesn't make sense. And then she's crying and he, was like, he, like, had a moment where he was, like, oh, shit, like, he kind of thought, like, he kind of forgot that she had to work for all these things, too. Like, he just kind of assumed, like, she had money and was going to get in, all this stuff. And um, they both realized they got USBs. Yeah, because she pulls out one, too. And he's like, why do I feel like I'm in a horror film? And I'm like, that's literally <laughs> Same. what this is right Yeah, now. pretty much. And then she says to follow her. And they go into the library, one of the smaller libraries. So apparently their school has multiple libraries, which is jealous. Um, and they go in and um, she's kind of saying, like, I didn't really get into much of it um, before we had to get into the meeting. And then as they go to pull it up, it says USB not recognized. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shit's going down. Um, so they're kind of like, what? And they pull it out and put it back in again. And then she tries to take his and it does the same thing. And, and they're like, I think someone's trying to get us expelled. They're sending us up. Yeah. And then they're going through the other people that have been blasted by aces. So Jack and Scotty. Um, and they're like trying to figure out like what's going on. But we learned that no one else got the message about Jack. Right. Except for Devin. Which is so weird. Mm -hmm. So weird. And then they're talking about how to kind of move forward. How to not get expelled. And Chiamaka's just basically like, I need to go home and think and I'll be in touch. And leaves. And she, like, he's just kind of sat there by himself. Yeah, so weird. So they're going to come up with a game plan. That's the end of part one. What the heck? There's so much. Honestly... There's so many psychopaths that go to this school. Like, who chooses these kids to go to this school? And how come there are so many in the same grade that are literally crazy? don't know. Wild. Come back next week and we'll try to find out more together. Yes. Next week we're reading 
16 through 20, through the end of 20. Um, our start of part two, which is exciting. Yeah. I'm loving it. I like that they have yeah. parts. Edge of my seat to figure out what's going on with these kids. I want to know who's, who's aces. Who's aces. Who do you think aces is? Let us know. Let us know. Or are. How many are there? Oh, yeah. yeah. You've been listening to Tipsy, Tipsy Book Reads. Drive safe. <laughs> Be good. <laughs>